When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Versus, the show where nerds do what nerds do best, argue. I'm Adam Peacock, and this week I will be representing the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And I'm Caitlin Hempstead, and this week I will be representing the Pretty Guardians themselves, the Sailor Guardians. Boy, I got to do some fun deep dives onto my early childhood and relive some some trauma from not getting those toys. Oh boy, yeah, you've mentioned this. Uh, you wanted some Power Rangers toys, they were not provided to you. My Toys R Us couldn't get them in stock. Oh my god, Adam, are you okay? I was, but they shut down the Children's Palace, so Toys R Us was my only option. So I just had, I just had one place to go. I still, I still had didums, so um, my childhood was good and I have no trauma. I never had to resort to Toys R Us. <laughs> Well, then let's put two minutes on the clock then so you can tell us about why the Sailor Guardians are better than the trauma-inducing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. (laughs) It is my pleasure. Adam, let me introduce you to a girl who's a cancer with a blood type O. She's a bit of a clutch. Some people say she's a little bit emotional. And yes, she's sometimes late for school. But she's also Earth's strongest defender, its greatest hero. That's right, I'm talking about Usagi Tsukino, a.k.a. Sailor Moon. One day, this little klutzy, ditzy, sweet little tiny baby, 14-year-old, gets a magic crystal from a talking cat and transforms into a superhero whose buns are bat signals that help her hear crimes. Sailor Moon absolutely rips. I (laughs) loved it as a kid. I assumed it was one of those things that you love as a kid, but is not actually that cool. But like... Before we even get into the characters and who the Sailor Guardians are, the animation goes so hard. Toy Studios is incredible. The music is, like, truly spectacular. They do not make it like that anymore. The saxophone alone, you simply must watch. Now, who are the Sailor Guardians? Uh, Because, of course, it's not just Sailor Moon. We've also got Sailor Mercury, a.k.a. Ami Mizuno, who's kind of a nerd. Sailor Mars, a.k.a. Rei Hino, who is a Shinto shrine maiden, which is like sort of a thing that exists, but also she has magic powers in the real world. You lose me a little bit with that one. But then we come back strong with Sailor Jupiter, who's a big, tough, strong girl who loves fighting, but secretly also loves boys. Makoto Kino, Sailor Venus, who is already a pop star when the show starts. A teen pop star. Oh, Japan. Minako Aino. Then, of course, we've got her true love, Tuxedo Mask, a.k.a. Mamoru Chibu, a.k.a. Prince in Demion. We'll get into it. Then Sailor Chibi Moon, who's her daughter from the future when Tokyo is made of crystal. Sailor Pluto, Sailor Uranus, Sailor Lu- Neptune, Sailor Saturn. Some of those sailors are gay this show teaches girls that it is cool to be strong and also you can be feminine and kick butt i absolutely love it it is gorgeous and the only thing i have left to say is moon prism power makeup baby let's go whoa that even hit the that there's a song for that one too sorry (laughs) i don't know how to use a phone either that was a very good opening argument Thank you so much. And I'd love to hear yours about why the Power Rangers are the greatest heroes of all time. Well, I'll tell you, too. I've never seen an episode of Sailor Moon. (gasps) 
I know, stunt. I know, I know. That's uh, that is your loss, my guy. It is genuinely good, critically acclaimed. Well, speaking of critically acclaimed, let me take you to the fictional town of Angel Grove, California, a town that has apparently just one thing going on in it. And that's the juice bar where all the teenagers hang out. There's nothing else to do in this goddamn town except hang out at the juice bar and com- and, and part- commit martial arts and participate <laughs> in martial arts. And that's where we find our that's where our story begins. I couldn't I couldn't speak there. Two astronauts unknowingly empty what they consider to be a dumpster, unleashing the evil Rita Repulsa, who, by the way, Caitlin, Rita Repulsa, not a bad looking lady. It's kind of a the name doesn't. It's not fair because she's not a she's not a bad looking gal. You got to have somebody. You, gotta, you need somebody who looks like me with that wig on. And then that's a Rita Repulsa right there. But thankfully, Rita will have a hard time conquering the world as the headless or the bodiless Zordon and his weird effeminate robot friend Alpha Five locate five. What is <laughs> I, it's come up a bunch of my research and I forgot about it. Zordon recruits five teenagers with attitude. That is his criteria for the new Power Rangers. I need teenagers with attitude. And they are given the moniker of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. There's the red one, whose Zord is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. There's blue one, Billy. He's got a Stegosaurus. There's Jason. He's the he's the Black Ranger, and his is a Megadon. Trini, she's the Yellow Ranger. She's got a tiger of some kind i think and uh kimberly she's got a pterodactyl they all form together to create the giant megazord where they battle giant kaiju type creatures to save the world causing massive amounts of destruction countless lives lost in the pursuit of this battle between zordon and his home world enemy of rita repulsa look if you do martial arts if you commit martial arts and you drink juice then you too can be a teenager superhero and especially if you got an attitude if you got if you're a real dickhead teenager (laughs) This is the crew for you. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is where it's at. Perfect timing, perfect intro. I thanks. Man, did I want to be a teenager with attitude at the age of 11? You would not believe. Oh my god. It does make me mad that that's the criteria. I need a teenager, five teenagers with attitude. Well, because like if you're like a little sweet teenager and then an adult is like I need you to wail on that robot dinosaur, you're going to be like, yeah. "No." Yeah. I'm scared. But if you're yeah, a teenager these... with attitude, you're going to be like, yeah, violence is in my heart. Totally. And they're already, they're mar- like they're really good martial artists already. So they're just waiting to be turned loose on somebody or something to beat up. My memories of this are dim. So they're five karate trained teenagers who also mm-hmm. are assholes. No, they're not assholes at all. I don't okay. quite understand the attitude mm-hmm. thing because they're all pretty nice. Like I they always do the like, right thing. I've and... got to do my homework, but also right. fight this moon monster. Well, I feel like if you really wanted the ones with attitude, Bulk and Skull would have been your teenage or your Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But those guys, I mean, they're goofs. They're they're stooges. I guess attitude doesn't necessarily mean bad attitude. That's true. You could have a good attitude. That just shows you how nihilistic I am. <laughs> you made it, you immediately thought they were uh, teenage miscreants. I already hate teenagers. <laughs> well, these are, you know, two really interesting groups of power friends. I think that two of the big differences here is like the Power Rangers um, group is very clearly delineated. It's like there's five of them. There can only be five. They have to be races that match their outfits. Um It's all clearly established. Yeah. Whereas 
with the Sailor Guardians, more just keep coming. Like we start out with these core four, uh, Moon, Mercury, Mars, uh, oh, sorry, five, uh, Jupiter, and then Venus. But then we start absorbing all these other ones. Like I said, Sailor Moon's daughter from the future, uh, Sailor Pluto, who's like the guardian of space-time and change, which is the one that I always wanted to play. So I think one of the ways that the Sailor Guardians edge out the Power Rangers is like, everybody get in. The water's fine. Like, you too can become a Sailor Guardian. Are their power sets, their power sets seem pretty powerful. Is that accurate? Because being the, what was it, the Empress of Space, Time, and and... (laughs) something or other yeah she's she's sort of a princess of all space and time is sort of revealed eventually and one of them uh one of them is like wildly overpowered oh yeah sailor saturn at one point like scowls at a planet and explodes it oh um that's cool so they're a little they're a little overpowered maybe but then there's always sort of these limitations of like Oh, no, she's really sad, so she can't harness the power of, uh, let's say if it's Sailor Jupiter, thunder and courage. Um, she doesn't believe in herself right now, so they kind of have their own limitations. Oh, well, that I mean, that's nice that it teaches you to believe in yourself, and the smiling at the planet thing is pretty intense. My guys are just karate nerds. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't feel attainable to a child. It does feel, you could do that, and I'm sure at some point we'll get into how many complaints there were about children getting hurt watching this show. <laughs> Wait, I'd love to get into it right now. Well, I was looking, I mean, I remember people, like, I remember talk about it when I was a kid when it first came out, about, you know, just all the martial arts and, like, the fighting and stuff, and it was cool, but I looked up a couple things, there's like, I'm sure there might even be more, but there's like two murders <gasps> not even attached to the show like there's one i think this was in australia a little girl she was five i think she was killed by two little boys who were maybe a year or two older than her and that's the story or that 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 was the theory that these two little boys killed this little girl and so at some point it got back to the power rangers are too violent you know this is just one of the many things on television that are hurting them but like you read about what they did to the girl and they i believe they stoned her they kicked her and then they ripped off all of her clothes and left her out in the in the snow. Whoever did this, whoever committed this thing. And I was like, well, the Power Rangers are just fighting putties. They're not ripping girls' clothes off and yeah. leaving them out in the woods. They're <laughs> like, not throwing rocks. That's not that feels like a that feels like a video games did Columbine type of thing where it was one thousand percent. Because as I would read more, it was like the police botched the investigation or didn't even like <laughs> didn't follow up on leads and yeah, this you know. is a like Satanism moral panic. Yeah. Thing. Did did you be honest? Did you ever hurt any of your friends playing Power Rangers? No, I didn't, but I think I did. I was telling you about the Bitto Honey crew that we you were did in tell elementary me about school. The Bitto Honey yeah. crew. Also, I don't I don't know which one of us little dorks had Bitto Honey in their lunch. But one of us had it. I don't know what that is or why you chose it's like it as a name little of your honey gang. candy. Okay, it's like a little wrapped up, like almost tastes like a, a tootsie roll kind of thing. But it's supposed to taste like honey. That is the so softest was, thing I can we imagine. Yeah. And we formed a zord. We all climbed on top of my friend Mark because he was the he was short and stocky and he had strong legs, so he could he could uh, he could handle all of us. You forced him to be the center of the zord. One thousand percent. Which had not that must not have been pleasurable for him. Yeah, and we don't know if Mark has back issues now. No, I would. If you're listening, buddy, reach out. <laughs> if you're a member of the Bit of Honey Boys and you've been harmed by the Megazord, yeah. you know, right into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you've got 
back problems. You may have compensation waiting for you. Didn't Sailor Moon ever inspire violence in you? I got in trouble with Jesse Rios's mom because I would go over there, and I think I maybe have mentioned this here or elsewhere. Growing up, my two best friends were named Katie, both of them, and then our fourth best friend was named Jesse, and we would all go over to Jesse's house, Katie, Katie, Caitlin, and Jesse, and we would play Sailor Moon. I, as I said, I was Sailor Pluto because she was mysterious and wounded, kind of the emo Sailor Guardian. Um, and we got too rambunctious and were jumping off the back of the couch. And Jesse Rios's mom was like, you guys, enough. Nobody got hurt except for furniture. I think the show, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers might have been the show that made me cause the least amount of violence. Pro yeah. wrestling, on the other hand. Oh, yeah. That's a... Oh, my God. We had wrestled with this one kid in our neighborhood who was a couple years older than us, and he was a bigger kid, too, and he hurt us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. They say wrestling is fake. No, it's not. No, it's not. Witness all the children in the Midwest who have, like, permanent hearing loss from getting hit in the head by a chair. Three little idiot kids out in a field jumping <laughs> on each other. <laughs> My dad loved World uh, WWF, and my sister and I would occasionally wrestle, and it would be over really quickly because she always yeah. had like thirty pounds on me. She's older, and I'm weak morally. Where does your do you have a sailor? Let's talk collection now because we yes. you know we were talking about the toys a little bit before. What what was your Sailor Moon collection like? Did you have? Were you even into that stuff? Uh, I was a costumes kid more than a toys kid. So I would, we would throw together like whatever red and white garments we had and make like tinfoil tiaras and then be like, tiara power. Sorry, moon tiara action is the exact quote. Um, so no, no toys. Did you ever get those Power Rangers toys? No, I never got the figures I wanted. I think I got like some Happy Meal toys and one of them was like a, a morpher and that was kind of cool. But Which one was your Power Ranger? I don't really think I had a specific one. Mm. I mean, I was in love with Kimberly, of course, but we all were. Look, who wasn't? We were children. I don't know. Maybe Jason or Billy. Okay. Which which ones are those? Uh, the blue and the black ranger. Okay. I think that might be a place where Sailor Moon edges out the Power Rangers a little bit. I'm okay. going to be honest because this is the format of the show and also my true belief I think that the Power Rangers were so squeaky clean. Like, my impression of them was always, like, they do their homework. Like, sometimes they have a fight, but it always feels like an after-school special. Whereas the Sailor Guardians <laughs> were fucked up. Like, sometimes yeah. they would do fucked... They were, like... They always felt like extremely real children to me. And they would, like, really hurt each other's feelings over a boy. Or, like, really be like, I'm just, like, tired of doing this and I want to go to a party and I don't want to fight the, the, the... Who were the villains that I really loved? The Dark Kingdom. Like, I don't want to deal with Queen Beryl today. I just want to be a kid. And I liked that. See, I... That's... I get that. That's very cool. The, the what what seals it for me with the Power Rangers is that their parents just didn't care about them. <laughs> Those kids were gone for days and weeks on end and nobody batted an eye. So I think when you have that kind of freedom, you know, you can go fight Lord Zed. It's the boxcar children fantasy of just like, yeah. imagine what I could do if I didn't have these goddamn grownups no. harshing my buzz. It's, they homed alone it. They homed alone it. <laughs> Great. 
great point. Yeah, they always had to deal with parents. Although increasingly as time went on, it was just like, well, I know this kid is not more than 17 and they are fully living alone and never coming back to Earth. They are only in space. Yeah. I mean, I think, who was it? Was was Jason the, uh, oh, I'm messing that up. No, Zach was, Zach and Billy. Zach was a Black Ranger, not Jason. Mm. Uh, How dare. <clears throat> Jason looked, I mean, he looked like a full grown man when the show started. He's supposed to be in high school. <laughs> and now we bump into the live action versus animation thing, which is a debate that we simply must have. Which show looked better? I have a hard time with anime, so I got to go with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Wow. And the practicality made it more attainable, too. Like, you know, you could put a little paper plate on your buddy and they're a putty. <laughs> and you could just fight him, you know? Yeah, it is hard to attain the levitation that they do constantly in almost every single frame in Sailor Moon. <laughs> I, I do. I get that. But it's so beautiful. What is it about anime? Is it the pacing? Do you just not like cartoons? Do you hate art? Do you hate Japanese people? It's two of those things, but I won't <laughs> tell you which ones. Okay. I don't know. I like A friend of mine tried to get me into Dragon Ball when we were in middle school or high school or, or whatever i just could never get into it i just don't know if i have the patience for it or if i i don't know i am with you i feel you the patience thing i think sailor moon has a really different pacing than a lot of anime that came later because it's like super mm -hmm. early 90s and it's also based on a manga so when they started making i mean maybe more anime is but like when they started making it they already had so many storylines to plow through yeah. um and the writer, I really like the writer, uh, I want to get her name correct, Naoko Takayuchi, is like an established anime writer and like, fuck, she just goes. Like, yeah. there's so much plot to it that maybe you might like to, it better. Yeah, I need to give it another shot because a friend of mine, he's really into, uh, what's it called? One Punch Man and My Hero Academia. They're fun. And he keeps telling me those are good. If I'm looking to get back in, those would be good places to start. Good place to start. Fruits Basket. Yeah. Um, One Punch Man's really fun. Okay, so this is a place where we're just not going to be able to agree who the winner is. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know if we have time for this. We can cut it if we need to, but what villain? Let's talk villain-wise. Who's got the spookier villain? Because Lord Zed's just all muscle. Tell me about Lord Zed. He's just all muscle. He would be, he would leave blood everywhere. Uh, he's, he's the grossest. He's, uh... Yeah, he came in later. I forget. He came in later into the show. He was a much. He was. He had a cool, like, like metal helmet thing, and his brain was all exposed, and it was it was very cool. Yeah, that is cool. And he boned Rita Repulsa. <laughs> and who didn't want to later played I'm, by Elizabeth, yeah. uh, not Perkins? Olsen, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. Yeah, lovely lady. Yeah. If you want to talk villains, Sailor Moon absolutely clinches it in terms of quantity, even if not in quality, because every there's like four, I think four major like arcs to the anime. And there are four different sets of villains every single time. And they are frankly, really dark and scary. Like first episode ever. I watched the pilot and a couple other episodes to remind myself pilot episodes, uh, the Dark Queen Kingdom sort of represented by Queen Beryl. Uh, sends this monster that is uh, uh, takes the guise of one little girl's mother and then suddenly transforms into a monster that can turn its head all the way around to the back poltergeist style and is made of nothing but like raw dripping muscle. This show 
is so mad. And that's like a throwaway villain we never see again. The Dark Kingdom's really scary. Queen Beryl's really scary. She's like a sexy, glamorous witch monster. I get it that Lord Zed Zod? Zorg. Zed. Zomp. I get it that Lord Zomp is really scary, but like there's just so many Sailor Moon vi- 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 villains. <laughs> Whose villains take a take a worse ass kicking that's a great question i feel like the power rangers they consistently destroy the putties who are forced to explode when they get hit in a weird spot mm. they all like goldar the the blue dog in that gold suit he's always getting blown up to kaiju size and always getting his ass kicked okay do you see blood no mm. You largely don't in Sailor Moon either. They mostly like crumble into dust or like vanish into sparkles. Yeah. I think it's kind of like the putties, like you can tell, I think it's almost like claymation the way they blow up. It's kind of, it's cool looking. Okay. That does kind of rule. Yeah. I I would say like they're, they're really solidly destroyed in Sailor Moon because again, they don't have to worry about like just completely decimating because it's animation. You can just do like <laughs> yeah. outlandish shit. So I think they they get a better ass kicking, but it probably doesn't feel as visceral. Yeah. Let's talk outfits. Okay. I'm sorry. Did you have more to say about villains? No, no, no. I was just thinking about all that city destruction the Power Rangers do. Yeah. And Sailor Moon keeps it it buttoned up. (laughs) It happens week after week. I do think they started doing them out in like the desert, though. So it wasn't like Superman level of it. Yeah. (laughs) They've got like an Avengers level body count. Yeah, yeah. Millions of dead. Why would you live in Angel Grove? Don't. We have to get. Baby, please. I'm begging you. I know it's a good job, but we have to get out of Angel Grove. (laughs) Our house has been destroyed seven times. We have lost six children. Six. And I know we can make more, but that's too many. There really is. I think, yeah, the victims, the true victims of the Power Rangers probably are way more messed up than the <laughs> Sailor Moon victims. Yeah, the best that happens in Sailor Moon is people get, you know, like hypnotized or forced to become, yeah. you know, zombies in some respect. I would love to talk about outfits Great. and who comes out head on fashion. I got to go Power Rangers. I mean, those helmets are very cool. They're little snap-on, almost hockey-ish helmets and... Just the, the spandex is so, it feels so freeing, I would imagine. Hmm. It's great maneuverability. Why, that's why Spider-Man always wears spandex, because he's got to be zip-zapping around New York. And, he's zip-zapping around New York. <laughs> you know, he's got to be He's got to be able to move, and the spandex does that. You think it's, Peter Parker yeah. ever took an improv class? <sighs> no. <laughs> he definitely wanted to, but I think he got, in, he got mixed up with the vulture one night and missed it. So Aww. if you miss the first one, you don't get to come back. You can't go back and they won't refund you. No, you got to take a whole separate course. That's rough. Uh, I think you're absolutely wrong there. It is so clearly the Sailor Guardians. Their outfits rule. They look so cool. Plus, we've got tuxedo masks, little suit, um, domino mask, cape combo. Yeah. Um. They're, yeah, and I hear you, you know, their legs and uh, large portions of their bodies are completely unprotected, but they're super girls, so it's not really a problem. What's the accessibility like for these costumes? Because the Power Rangers just pull out a little beeper thing and they become the Power Rangers. The um, Sailor Guardians each have like a little special magic item that they mm-hmm. like basically tap and say a special phrase, so... You kind of just have to say it. Yeah, we're splitting hairs. Yeah. 
Yeah. All they got to say is it's morphined. Oh, they say the name of the Zord. Oh, these are really familiar. Yeah, they're really similar. They both have to grab their item and say a special phrase. But I'll tell you what, if you're wearing a cool little crystal gem in 2023, you look less conspicuous than if you're wearing a beeper. If you have a beeper and you're not a doctor, start dressing in scrubs because it's going (laughs) to... It's going to make people not ask so many questions. Yeah. They're going to be like, wow, doctors still on beepers. Tough life. Right. Yeah. It's hard. American medical system. And you're talking to a guy who had a beeper. Until when? Uh, no, I think this was like, I don't know, whenever I got my first Nextel phone. Okay. <laughs> With touch to talk. Very cool. It was super cool. God, you must have been popular. Nope. <laughs> uh, what was the next? What was the thing we were talking about now? Pets. Do they have Pets. any? Pets. Any little animal companions? Alpha 5, I think, is really their only pet. And if you'd count the Zords, I mean, the Zords are animals. Okay. I would count that. Yeah, I guess the Zords. The Sailor Guardians have two talking cats who are magic, Luna and Artemis. But neither here nor there. I, th- I think that sounds pretty evenly split. Mm-hmm. I mean, the talking cats is pretty cool. That is cool. It's so cool. And, like, Luna is the one who explains Sailor Moon's powers to her initially, and she's her best friend. They've got a real Sabrina relationship. Yeah, so you could probably take those cats out, too. I think if you started zip-zopping around with Alpha 5 (laughs) by your side, people would have a lot of questions. (laughs) So these spandex children seem to have some sort of little beast. The town really... The taxes in Angel Grove must just be astronomically high what do you think it is like is there great industry there like incredible school district i guess i mean there's yeah i guess you go there for the peace and quiet because there's a lot of desert but i mean zords yeah zords does the soundtrack stand out to you at all for power rangers i can't think of it at the off the top of my head so i'm gonna have to admit no Okay, well, I think I've got you there because the Damn. soundtrack is spectacular in Sailor Moon. I'm just, I'm humming the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle theme in my head, but replacing it with Power Rangers. Busted. That's a sign. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. No, I can't remember it. I think I lost. They should have hired you. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I can't, I cannot uh, overstate the level of sax in this show for children. It's really good. That's cool. And then maybe that inspired some kids to play saxophone too. Exactly. That's what the show is all about. Finding your passion yeah. and running with it. Yeah. My show is just about, if you're a dick, you'll get ahead. If you have an <laughs> attitude, you'll get ahead in life. Well, Caitlin, I, these are both very compelling arguments, I think, but uh, we're going to have to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to play some games to further solidify our points and our pop culture characters. All right, everybody, welcome back to round two of this week's episode of Versus. In round two of the show, Caitlin and I get to pick one game to play with each other from a list of various segment ideas that our producers have compiled, and this week, Caitlin, I am choosing for you the topic, or the game, pardon me, Hot Goss. Hot, hot goss. Let's take the next two minutes. Let's Google our represent, or our, what do you call them? Let's Google our, our clients? Our, 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 <laughs> yeah, we're, what this shows is basically we're lawyers yeah. and characters are our clients. And I f- find you in contempt of me. <laughs> God. I'm do you're committing martial arts. Let's look up our clients. I'm a f- idiot. All right, let's take two minutes and let's do some hot gas research on our characters. 
Welcome back. All right, Caitlin, I'll start with you, buddy. What did you find for some hot goss on Sailor Moon? You might think, um, who still cares about this show that was on TV in Japan and America and Great Britain and a couple other countries all the way back in 1990, I believe, three? And the answer would be everyone. Dumb, dumb. Let me tell you a couple of pieces of news you can use about the sailors. Uh, yeah, so hop it on Reddit. One of the first results when you type in Sailor Moon. In 2019, I set up an elaborate Sailor Moon proposal. Parentheses, she said yes! And if I am not mistaken, I believe that these two are dressed as yes, Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune, who were canonically girlfriends in the show. For a while, I'm pretty sure Sailor Moon was the show with the highest number of lesbians until the L word <laughs> on television wow, because there were like multiple lesbian couples on this show it ruled anyway the pictures are so cute it's all of their friends dressed as the sailors hey, good for them look up sailor moon proposal you won't be sorry then we've got Sailor Moon Mary's Tuxedo Mask in new music video circa 2023 from just a couple of days ago by a band called Sailor Moon Cosmos in which Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask get married. Uh, the name of the song is Happy Marriage Song. So go ahead and look that up. So people are still creating art, still enjoying these properties. And then the third piece of news, the hot, hot goss, everybody's talking about it, is some bad news. Adam, are you ready to hear it? Yeah, what is it? The Sailor Moon Prism on Ice show has been canceled. <laughs> oh, no. What um, happened? So I'm so sorry to tell you. It was originally planned for the summer of 2020, but was delayed until summer of 2022 due to COVID. And then uh, now the show has been canceled for good and nobody knows why. <sighs> oh, man. That's a heartbreaker. But if the show is so good that they're still doing Ice Capades versions of it, in the year of our Lord 2023, you know that's a good show. That's, I'll be honest, I didn't even know Ice Capades were still around. I, yeah, I did. <laughs> if you want it on ice, we'll do it. I saw Disney on ice as a kid. Oh, how was it? It was, from what I remember, very cool. I think it's pretty impressive. I think ice skating is incredible. Yeah. Human beings were not meant to do that, and I love it. No. And then to do it with those costumes on? Incredible. Adam, tell me what you found on the net. Who's talking about Power Rangers? <sighs> Well, there was a Power Rangers reunion not that long ago, buddy. I don't know if you recall this. This comes to us from E! News. This was back in twenty uh, March 29th of this year. Mm -hmm. Amy Jo Johnson, she's had enough of the rumors, Caitlin. Uh, apparently, she was not in the new reunion. <gasps> and the rumors were sparked around that she... Or there was a bunch of rumors going around about why she didn't do it. And I guess uh, this is a quote from her. Please stop saying I didn't do the reunion because of money. Simply not true. Maybe I just didn't want to wear spandex in my 50s or couldn't go to New Zealand for a month or none of your beeswax, which I, I like that. That's fun. Wow. Okay, um, spicy. So which ranger was she? She was the pink ranger. Okay. I don't know how so, you do it without the pink ranger. I don't know either, but it sounds like she did just, they didn't want to give her the money she deserved to come back for the show. And this seems to be an unhealthy pattern developing here in Hollywood because they did it with the pink ranger and with Nev Campbell in the new Scream movie. Oh, that's just not right. Pay these women what they're worth. Pay your gals. No one wants to see a screen movie without Nev Campbell. I mean, <laughs> even though I did see it. And <laughs> it was all right. But yeah, it was fine. Those those new those new gals are great too. Whatever, <laughs> but 
Just just pay your money to, the, to your stars. Pay damn your it. scream queens, damn it. Bastards. Bastards. And then this, I, we, you know, it's funny. We were talking a little earlier about attitude and how we needed five teenagers with attitude. And I think Zoran might have been onto something because the Red Ranger actor was charged with paycheck protection fraud. Oh, what? What is paycheck? Pro- oh, I have no. no idea. But this is back in uh, 2022. This comes from the Associated Press. Uh, it says Jason Lawrence Geiger, 47, in McKinney, Texas, is one of 19 defendants named in a federal indictment, the FBI said. Jason, what was yeah, going it's on? Not good. Uh, the payroll protection program was a part of the CARES Act designed to provide emergency financial assistance <laughs> to millions of Americans who are suffering from the economic effects caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. God damn. Oh, I don't believe in hell, but this is the sort of thing that would get you there. Oh, man, him and Brett Favre. Two pieces of shit. What did Brett Favre do? He defrauded a bunch of people too. He like he yeah. was, I, he he's a not a good dude. Not great. Not great. And then I mean, this is wild. And if convicted, he could face up to twenty years in federal prison. <sighs> Looks like the Ranger has become the Zord. I mean, look at the like. He now who is repulsive? Wow. Not Rita. It's it's come full circle, has it not? No, and she's catching a lot of flack. She was locked in a dumpster for 10,000 years, and this guy's trying to defraud people of COVID-19 panic relief money. Damn, that show is crazy. <laughs> that show is wild. And also the sad news, Jason David Frank uh, recently passed away, too. He was a Green Ranger. And that storyline, that that blew me away. When they introduced the Green Ranger and he was a bad guy, like they <gasps> made a ranger to infiltrate the Power Rangers. Oh, my God. He had all the same kind of powers. He had a Zord, too. He had the Dragon Zord. He was badass. Damn, that is a rich text. That is a deep storyline. Yeah. I do like that. And he was like brainwashed. He must have been like some kid, like some no good Nick. And they read a brainwashed him again, because apparently in this world, parents do not care about their children. <laughs> and if you take them away, no one will notice. I appreciate a children's show that's serialized. I think we got to bring those back because both of these shows have just like big, long, year long yeah. plot arcs. And that's cool. Yeah, that was a big deal. That really whew, I was floored. <laughs> betrayal well adam uh do you think we've covered all of the hot hot goss currently going on yeah about i think shows? so i mean we got amy joe johnson shooting down herbs and <laughs> red rangers going to prison yep and you're never gonna see sailor moon on ice god the news is dark but i've got something that i think might cheer you up adam okay this week i have chosen the game for your delight theme song oh this yes is, it's yeah it's a theme song throwdown. We have to create a new original theme song for these shows. So there is a Power Rangers song, but as we've established, you don't remember it. Nope. Would you like to go ahead and make a new one that's even catchier? I'm going to try not to do the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but that, that's pretty in the front of my mind. So yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Angel Grove, city of dreams. There's a headless guy and a robot beam down to space many years ago. Rita Repulsa in a dumb store. Find your friends. Abandoned teens. Learn karate by any means. Juices your friend till the end. Fighting monsters every week. A dump store. Oh, yeah, perfect. That's that's good songwriting. That would have been the first song that so many kids learned on their recorder. I know. It was really good. I know. That's, I should start doing that. Playing the recorder? 
I know writing songs for children to play on the recorder. Yeah, that's a good that's a good career move for you. That's where the money's at. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. Well, let's hear your theme song for Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. With the power of the moon, she will conquer any evil. With her best friends and her little cat, she will do anything. It's Sailor Moon and the Guardians fighting danger in very short skirts. They're children, but when they be transformed, they look like adults. <laughs> A thousand years in the making. From Tokyo to the Crystal City, the Sailor Guardians will save your planet. Very good. You know what I just realized when you were doing that? We've done this now a couple times, and it's we've done it, but the shows themselves did it. All of those theme songs seem just to explain the premise of the show. Or, like, the concept of what the show is. At least, like, you know, live, like, sitcoms or, like, Growing Pains, they did, like, a, a romantic song about life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And these are just like, no, this is what the show is. Yeah, let's just explain the show. But I think that's especially forgivable with anime. Because that, like, Absolutely. anime shows are either exactly a plot song or, like, a Sailor Moon, an authentically anime Sailor Moon plot, so like, theme song would be, like, mm-hmm. Flowers in Space. A thousand rays of light, giving you the gift of my heart forever. Is that the actual song? Sure. No, I don't know. But just like whenever you look up the lyrics. Thank you very much. When you look up the lyrics of anime songs, uh, I have found that they generally have absolutely no bearing on really anything. Good job, anime. Yeah, I like that. They don't need to hand it to you. You know, like you do the work. Make us work a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Make us work a little bit. Yeah, show us that work ethic. (sighs) Two perfect theme songs. Going to be tough to pick. Uh, Yeah, and I think you know we've we've laid out a lot of good information. We got a lot of dirt from our shows here. Uh, Apparently, they're not as happy as we all thought. Yikes! Um, But now it's you know it's going to be up to the audience to decide and to help them do that. Kaylin, why don't you take a minute and make your closing arguments for Sailor Moon? Fashion. Beauty, friendship, uh, twirling, uh, magic, space, astronomy, learning. All of these are words that sort of pertain to the spectacular show Sailor Moon. I really encourage the adults listening to go back and watch Sailor Moon because the animation is gorgeous. They really look and act like little kids, which is like a hard thing to capture. Subs versus dubs, we don't need to fight about it right now. You know, westernized, whether you call her Serena or Usagi, uh, I think Sailor Moon is the kind of hero that we can all aspire to be, though she may fight her destiny. Ultimately, she will do anything to protect her friends and the planet that she calls home. And uh, we could all use a little bit more of a Sailor Guardian inside of us. That was good. Thank you very much. Adam, one minute on the clock. Closing arguments. Here we go. Look, friends, I know there's a lot of kids out there that they've just been left to their own devices and they got a lot of anger and rage inside of them. And I think Mighty Morphin Power Rangers shows that if you can focus that rage and commit violence (laughs) onto your problems, then you too can be a hero. One of the biggest complaints about this show that parents had was that it glorified violence to solve your problems. And look... It's all well and good, but let's look at the government. 
Okay, let's look about where we go in the world and the destruction that we cause. There's blood on our hands. <laughs> but that's not the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers' fault. I think it's great. The show's got a lot of fun martial arts. It probably will inspire you to do martial arts. The putties are cool. They had really cool-looking villains. The kaiju stuff was cool, and that's a cool thing to look at to get into, like, Godzilla films and stuff. So there's a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool fun, really hokey acting, which I love. And, um, yeah, it's just it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Sometimes you don't need to be more than that. That's it, you know? Go on adventures. Just, like, get... If we've learned anything, it's gather up your best friends, put on a fun outfit, and go have an adventure and commit some martial arts. Commit those martial arts. And if you would like to weigh in on who you think won this week's battle or give us suggestions on which pop culture icons you'd like to see us represent next, you can email us at officialversuspodcast at gmail.com or tweet at WhatElfMedia on socials and use the hashtag versuspodcast. Until next week, I'm Adam Peacock. I'm Caitlin Hempstead. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Sparkling in the space orbit. Now I got, uh, believe it or not, it's the Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, lazy. (laughs) Versus is a Wood Elf original series, executive produced by Rob Herding, David Henning, Ryan Middledorf, Caitlin Hempstead, and Adam Peacock. Produced by Tom Breck. Original music by Darren Johnson. Edited by Neely Oftering. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.